doe? What up, doe? What up, doe? What it is, yo? No. <laughs> doe. <laughs> I was going to go. What's happening? What up, what it do? That's for sure. But everybody in my city said, what up, doe? Yeah. But you were <laughs> going <laughs> south of I-75 <laughs> in this construction. Bro, don't do that again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I wasn't expecting you. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to even start. Let me go there. Uh, and this is the madness that we must deal with before we give you guys another one. No DJ Khaled intended. What's going on, y'all? All right. Uh, welcome to episode 16. You got this on his face. Of the Mental Matters Podcast. Like, with a whole first 60 seconds is this craziness and we're not editing any of it that's what up cool. though that's cool too because you gotta laugh to keep from crying sometimes yep all that how you doing bro doing all right good i've been doing a lot of stuff doing like, a lot of stuff yeah i mean Uh-oh. it's like i was telling people at work i feel like i'm entering this like revolving door of life right now where it's just like you make it monday through friday friday night you're like okay i got all this stuff to do over the weekend and before you know it, you're back and it's monday again mm. like Mm-mm. I'm entering that phase of like, just like my wife, she's like, we gotta go here, we gotta go here, we gotta go here. And it's just like, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I do like all three. The next thing I know, I'm back at work. So, See. But we attended um, a surprise party for my oldest sister in law. If you scared the crap out of her? Nah, she, what? she was like, it's not a surprise. Yeah, they did it a different way. Right? Like, ah! they, 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 they did it real big for her. Like, they rented, um, you know, like uh, a really nice, like, Rolls Royce for her. We had the dinner together, but when she pulled up, we all, like, met her, like, outside the restaurant. So it was kind of different. It's like she wasn't expecting us to be there. She thought it was just, like, her and then, like, the sister group. And then, like, all the coworkers and cousins and grandparents walked outside. And she was just like, oh, my God. And then everybody took pictures. Mm. So that was one of the events. That's what's up. And then, I mean, other than that, it's just been, like, organizational stuff again. Like, uh, making, like, you know, calendars for, like, church and. You know, trying to keep, like, all of those, like, organization things, like, helping function with, like, doing all of the stuff behind the scenes, so. That's what's up. Yeah. I remember the last time I had a quote-unquote surprise birthday party. Yeah. And, <laughs> so first off, it started with a shot of Ruby Martin, which was interesting. Okay. My best friend was like, hey, take this swig. You that's, know my best friend. That's not going to turn out good. It turned out amazing. Okay. So what happened was, <laughs> after that, <laughs> we just started, like, driving random places. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, a loaner car from, like, when I was an intern okay. at, like, automotive company. Yep. So, yeah, it kind of felt kind of bossy. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> we pulled up to this place. So it was me, my best friend, and my, and my wife. Mm-hmm. And I started seeing all these random people I know walking around. Yeah. And I'm like, what you doing here? It's like, oh, I'm just going to Home Depot to get some toilet paper. Uh-huh. It's like, what? <laughs> that makes no sense at all. Like, you're lying. You're yeah, obviously you lying. Paper, <laughs> like, wait. Why are you way out? I know where you live at. Why are you doing way out here just to get toilet paper? Like, yeah, yeah. you go around the corner to where your neighborhood grocery store is. Yep. So, yeah. I don't like surprise parties <laughs> anymore after that. But we had a complete ball. And I was definitely, like, four shots in by then. Okay. So, I was nice. Nice, 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 nice. I, uh, I couldn't imagine you being four shots in. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man, 
don't want to do that at all. You seem so responsible. I do? <laughs> yes. Says you, of all people. What does that mean? What, what do you mean what that means? That means I'm not responsible there, right? If you feel like that. Well, I don't know if you want to go there today. I'm, I'm not responsible? I don't know. what I do wrong? Uh, what you do right? I ain't do nothing today. <laughs> so See? Like today. Nothing, was, nothing was done right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing right today. Some trash. Nah. Um, I mean... I've never been that person, mm-hmm. but especially ever since my bachelor party, uh-huh. I am never going crazy again. Like, okay. this smoke decided it's okay to mix for me. Yep. And ever since then, <laughs> I remember waking up and they was telling me how I threw a chicken tender and all that sort of crazy stuff. Okay. And I was like, you know what? We never going to do that again. Yeah, and you wilding if you throw a chicken, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you throw Somebody that. was talking <laughs> junk like, this mug left his food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Stop. <laughs> Threw it. Launched it across the room. Yeah. I got yelled at and was, oh, whatever. Yep. Anyway, so what have I been up to? Yeah. That's the question. <laughs> what you been up to? Oh, adulting things. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, just trying to get through my Monday through Friday like you and then hopefully not do anything on the weekend. Yep. But because, yeah, it never works out. Mm-hmm. So then come Sunday, it's like... Oh, so much for that whole do nothing thing. Right. But it's cool. Okay. I did work out uh, recently. You did? Yeah. I'm trying to do better. Me too. Yeah. So I went, we went to LA Fitness like what, three times last week. I've been trying to get my commitments straight together if like at least two or three times a week. Yeah. I'm batting like 500 right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't been this week at all, so I'm in the same boat. <laughs> See? Yeah. It's like, all right, I hit, I hit, I got, I, uh, nope, not yeah. today. Got it. Okay. No, yeah. it sucks. Okay. Yeah. So, moving on. Oh, uh, man. So, what you want to talk about today, man? It's your world. We're going to talk about this, like, entire, like, back to school season that we're Back in. to school season. Back to school, man. Back to school, you know, summer's ending. You was, when I walked in, you was rapping Dear Summer, so. Listen, <laughs> I was barely rapping Dear Summer. Nah, I heard it. It was like, voice. Dear Summer, don't do that again. Like, oh. that's how bad it was. <laughs> It's like that's the only word you know, dear summer. Like that's all you got. Like yes, that's exactly all I got. Okay. Cause I just know Jay Z rapped it, and that was it. Yeah, that was a dope song. I know it was cool. Shout out to Hope. Yeah, not really Hope, but we'll call him Sean. Yeah, Sean Quarter. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you about to rap it right now, man. The summer is over. It is. The last real barbecue day of the year is coming. I can't wait to grill. Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna grill this summer. Okay. Finally. What you gonna put on there? So we got some salmon. We got some chicken in there somewhere. Some hot dogs that I stole. Okay. Yeah, I stole hot dogs. Leave me alone. Yeah. It's a good cause. Uh-huh. And uh, I want to get like, I don't know. I want to get some grilled steaks out of the deal. Okay. So we'll see how life goes. How ain't gonna throw no jerk on there. I'm not the master of jerk like you. That's your life. I'm just trying to figure out where you be at when you got this jerk chicken. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. Let me in your world. You just I'll, I'll take a picture and send you the uh, picture. The I don't jar. want no. I don't, <laughs> I'm, I'm I don't want no picture. The jar of the season. No, no. I want the wings. I don't want no picture of what you're supposed to do. My, my pops he dropped off some uh, raw chicken today, so we might jerk it up for uh, Labor Day too. See that? That's appreciation right there. Yeah. Next episode, we sitting there smashing some jerk chicken wings <laughs> and rice because his brother looks out. Yeah. Don't hate. I try to. That's the one thing I do right. 
can't say I don't do that. <laughs> well, I know who does it, right? You don't do anything. Nah, you just bro. transport it. <laughs> nah, no, I okay. ain't like that. Today. Yeah. yeah. I'll, get, I'll, I'll flame you tomorrow, bro. <laughs> anyway, so summer's over. Everybody's going back to school. Yep. Kids are going off to college. Mm-hmm. Returning college students. Yep. People deciding to go to grad school. I said, skip all that, but yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll do something eventually. Yep. Kids going to high school, they mm-hmm. figuring out who they are. Yep. They ending like summer relationships <laughs> now. <laughs> I know you remember doing I that. I never had one of those. I had a summer relationship before. I probably had, mine was probably more like breaking up with my Xbox, letting her know I wasn't. Breaking up with my Xbox. <laughs> letting her know I wasn't. That sounds no so terrible. <laughs> if you didn't know what an Xbox was. Breaking up with my Xbox. Letting her know, you know, it's not going to be the full like 12 hour days anymore from. I cannot finish this conversation <laughs> with you. I'm leaving. Goodbye, y'all. It's been real. We only gonna have Episode 16 is the one that kicked us out on. That's it. We only gonna have four hour days. You know, I had to tell my Xbox that. So. Four hour, only four hour days. Yeah. That's terrible. You gotta get out of school at probably like four o'clock sometimes. <laughs> get home by five. Finish your homework? <laughs> Maybe. <No. laughs> Don't be like this guy, y'all. That was high school, though. High school and middle school. High school's a breeze. I would, uh, it wasn't. I just didn't <laughs> care. You didn't care? I didn't care. I would, I would, uh, if I had homework due, like, in, like, a sixth or seventh hour class, I would wait till the next day to do it in, like, fourth hour lunch. So, the first lesson for y'all is... <laughs> You can do absolutely anything you want to do. If this month says skip homework in high school, <laughs> and now he's an engineer, let it be known. I didn't skip homework. I just put it off to the last minute. Listen, like I said, <laughs> this month says skip homework, yeah. and he's an engineer. Yeah. So Jarrell can do it. Anybody can do yeah, it. Yeah. That's terrible. We are not promoting this behavior. I approve. No. <laughs> no. God. I ain't gonna lie. He's doing that sometimes, too. Oh, my goodness. So, um, as we're getting back ready to go to school, back to school, and everybody's uh, going to college and mm-hmm. just trying to get your mind right, yep. can you kind of reflect on, like, when you first went off to college? Like, did you go in the fall? I did. You went, How did that go? What was that like? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, coming to college in the fall, I was really... I was really, I'm going to say I was really scared. I was being, I, I was doing my best to be proactive about everything. Like, I had I had in my mind how I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted everything to turn out well. I didn't want to be, because you hear so many stories about people coming to Wayne, and it's like 25% people are retained <laughs> from freshman year to, like, sophomore year, and then, like, only 10% of the people you come in would actually graduate. Um, so... to Wayne uh, as a freshman I did come in fall 2009 mm-hmm. um, I was I was nervous but I wasn't like scared like I was like I had the butterflies like the performance butterflies the performance butterflies yeah like it wasn't like oh my gosh like I'm scared like I'm terrified it was just more like okay like this is the moment where it's all up to me and I have to put in the work in order to get the result that I promised my parents and like my whole ecosystem that they will get from me um, so coming in, I was very, I, w- I would say in math, I was like not the best. So my math course that I had to take, I was very attentive <laughs> in the math course. I remember like 
professor. His name was Professor Nazelli. <laughs> he was Nazelli? Yeah. That was my dude, man. He was like the dopest math teacher I ever had. And uh, he walked he walked in and I was there probably like ten minutes early. <laughs> Cause I was I was that type of like student in college. I, was like, I can't let it be like how high school was. And so he walked in and he was just like yeah, so we're going to learn a little bit of math this semester. You know, I hope you guys have fun. I see some familiar faces. Some of you I don't know, but I'm sure, you know, we'll get to know each other. And then he proceeds to, like, write, like, what an integer is, what a whole number is. And then he goes to, like, okay, have you guys ever heard of um, the variable pi or, or the numeral pi? And it's like, yeah, isn't that, like, 3.14? He's like, yeah, 3.14. Then he writes, like, 10 more digits on the board. And then um, I'm, I'm just, I'm writing all this stuff down too. Like, I gotta learn all this, I gotta learn all this. <laughs> and, then, and then he comes back and he's like, well, actually, pi is only known as 3.14. The rest of this is just, you know, stuff I just put up there to look nice. See, <laughs> the best thing I will miss about Nazelli was I remember, and yeah, I remember Nazelli, he would, uh, he had like this uh, attendance like policy. Yep. So if you was like that much late, yep. he'd be like, well, Almost made it, but you playing up here, you gotta play up here. Some of these you just, yeah, <laughs> just move, <laughs> get out. Right. And you'll be like, well, what about me? Like, I, I, I was on time. Mm. Like, nope, this class starts at ten forty. Yep, you were here at ten. You pulled up at ten forty. Yep, you're playing down here. And I need you to, <laughs> he used to tell play. us that the door closed, don't even open it. Listen, yep. that part. Yep. Don't you open that door. He'd be like, you stand outside. You if he turns right. red in the face, <laughs> like his hair. I've never seen him do that. Again. Okay. If he turns <laughs> I remember the one time this mug decided that he was going to let this student know mm-hmm. that you're not using the calculator in his class. Because okay. he was like, well, the answer is this because it's right here in the calculator. It's like, so what we're not going to do, <laughs> we're just like, oh, oh, boy. All right, that's cool. So, yeah, that was, it had to be what, sophomore, junior year? Okay. I think sophomore year when I took this LE. Okay. Not for Cal one. He was tough. Yeah. But I still got my A. Yeah. He was he was the, the person who, like, let me know to just, like, breathe. Like, you know, this is college. You know, you're going to have, like, trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. But, like, just be sure to, like, breathe and just be normal. Like, be yourself. He was that person because... If you if you didn't break the ice with that joke, <laughs> that's like the first math class I ever took in Wayne. If you didn't break the ice and like be the person who he was, if I wouldn't have had Nazelli then I think that like it would have been a lot harder for math for me. So That's real. He he was that like pivotal like moment, like the first day of class is like, Oh my gosh, this guy this math is so hard. Like I was scared of math coming out of like public schools because we don't really get taught, you know, in a way that allows us to like problem solve and greatly think about math. Right. So having him there to break the ice for math, knowing that I had to do like six more math courses for engineering, you know, that was that was a relief to have him. Um, but besides like that, um, coming into fall, I just had like my own type of like my mental agenda. Like I have to <clears throat> let these professors know my name because in the future I'm going to have to have internships. I'm going to have to have, you know, um, recommendations. They have connections to people in the industry who can help me get jobs after I graduate so I had like that entire mindset of just like this first semester is going to help me like achieve everything that my life needs to be you know so I understood it from like a a big picture like first coming into college I I wasn't here for like 
games or nothing like that because that's what everybody's doing back in the neighborhood. It's like, well, I want to come to college and just do stuff that everybody doing in the neighborhood and accumulate debt when I can just be in a neighborhood with no debt and just <laughs> right. and just doing that every day. So me coming in, I understood, like, the big picture of it. I understood, like, what I had to accomplish. Even though I wasn't, you know, 100% confident on how I was going to do it, I just knew, like, I was in the right area. I was around people who wanted the same things that I wanted. So mm. it kind of made... It made me. It made me have the confidence, and it made me be able to breathe. So that's legit. So, that, was, so that was me. For me, I think one of my biggest fears and anxieties when I first like came to, I'll say Wayne State. Shout out to Wayne State. Uh-huh. Repping a shirt right now. What's yeah, good? Yeah, it's dope. Yeah, me and this thing. <laughs> so one of the biggest fears and anxieties I had was, so I was kind of untraditional. I started at Wayne State in the wintertime. time. Mm-hmm. And I just transferred from University of Detroit Mercy. Okay. So I was told it was a full scholarship. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be covered and all the other stuff. Yeah. And um, they forgot to tell me that I wasn't getting my room and board paid for. It was a full tuition scholarship. Okay. I was like, bro, you got to be kidding me. Like, okay. I'd have moved off. I just said, skip the parents. I don't need the help. Why does it blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And now, after my very first semester, I gotta be done with this place. Okay. All right, so we gotta figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. So I remember applying. I was gonna apply to Michigan State, mm-hmm. but then I had to do this stupid essay, and I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> they, lost, they lost a good one. They lost they a good one. That's right. <laughs> and then I was like, and I can't do U of M because they just seem too ugly and bougie for me. Yeah. No offense. That's just what I thought when I was, like, 18 years old. I thought that, too. Yeah. And then I was like, well, I want to stay in the city. Mm-hmm. Let's do Wayne State. Yeah. I applied, got in. Uh-huh. And I was, you can start next semester. I'm like, bet, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And then, because I did so well at UD, I got all these scholarships to stay. Okay. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. All right, well, we're still leaving. We out of here. Uh-huh. I finished with a 3.83, got a full scholarship the next semester. Okay. Room and board would have been paid for. Uh-huh. But I left anyway because, <laughs> yeah, no. So my biggest fear of anxiety ultimately was that the same thing would happen again. Okay. And I'd be by myself again. Struggling, like I hate struggling and knowing that I can't control the situation. Yeah, like that's one of the things that irks the hell out of me. Right. And so, the cool thing about it is, I was able to get over that because I had a cousin, God rest her soul, who was a student there as well. Mm-hmm. She was in like the I think it was trio program here, okay. and she just was like, "This how you get these loans together. Mm-hmm. This is how." get a refund check okay. you do with your refund check uh-huh. it's how you keep your bills paid with a refund check <laughs> this is how you stay on campus anyway yeah. check the on campus option uh-huh. and just give me all this game for free 99 I'm just like yes <laughs> I'm about to be in school <laughs> like and then I met all these dope people that was just like yo just follow me mm-hmm. I was like who are you I don't know why are you in my room I'm trying to play Madden <laughs> and put these covers on my bed like, right. like let me put up your shower curtain I'm like I legit got a community right now because I don't even know who you are. Uh-huh. You offering to put up my shower curtain. <laughs> so I'm really freaking out because I'm only a child, but mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I mean, you know, it all worked out. So obviously, 
came through, graduated, and all that good stuff. But um, my biggest anxiety really came from just not knowing if I was going to be successful here. And, you know, once I sat inside the classroom and I was able to just get into my groove, I mean, it all worked out. So, so I still have this anxiety of, like, first-day anxiety. Yeah. Like, no matter what I do, whether it be work mm-hmm. or taking a class or I'm, like, doing something in the community, I always have this anxiety, like, what if it don't work? Yeah. And I don't think it's because of, the, like, the whole first day of school thing. Uh-huh. But it had a lot to do with it. Because I always felt like I was never prepared for the first day of school. I agree. Like, you ever felt like that? I did. Like, coming out of, I would, I would say leaving middle school, going to high school. Because mm-hmm. I went to, you know, what they call it, like, the most prestigious school for high school in Detroit. It was Cass Tech. So, uh, here we go. Me coming out of middle school, it's like, in middle school, I was like the, the male valedictorian. Oh, who's <laughs> the man? I think I had like a, a three nine you or think three eight had, something. Was, you think you had? <laughs> it was like eight years so ago. Man. Humble, get out of here. Probably was like ten years ago. Nah, I'm 27. That was like 13 years ago. I can't That's remember. That. But like, <laughs> but like, I remember going to going to high school and like high school started. Let's say like right before Labor Day, they had like an orientation for all ninth graders like in July. Mm-hmm. And I remember going into like the orientation. They're just telling us like. All these classes, it's on the expectations. I'm telling us this is your advisor, all of this stuff, and I'm looking around this building like this thing is like eight floors. This joint holds like three thousand students. <laughs> I'm just like, Mine. this is crazy. I never had to compete with like this much, you know, because everybody was the same. Like coming here, everybody was like, you know, good academics from their middle school. So it was like it was the first time I was like everybody is the same, and I think a part of that was. A part of that is what kind of, like, drove me a little bit, like, anxious, too, because I'm just, like, I never had to compete in a class full of me's before. It's always been, like, me, and then, not that nobody, not that other people weren't smart as me, they just didn't care. So, mm. <laughs> it's just, like, I'm around a whole bunch of people who care about their future now, so it's right. kind of different. And uh, I remember, like, coming in the first day, and I was so nervous that I wasn't paying attention, and I actually, like, I had a two through eight schedule, so I didn't have a first hour. So if you didn't have a first hour, they required everyone to get there at seven thirty that morning for the first day of school, anyways. So if you didn't have a first hour, they was like, "Oh, all people start second hour, go to the gym." So I went to the gym like I was supposed to for my first hour. I come out of my gym area for first hour, and they're like, "Okay, everybody go to second hour." So instead of me looking at my sheet and saying like, "Okay, I just came out of first hour," first hour was blank. Now I have to go to my second hour. I looked at my second hour that that was my first hour, and I went to my third hour class. Yep. So basically, that first day anxiety caused me to, you know, goof up my first three hours worth of high school. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I go back to high school though, like first day jitters. And- I remember. So I don't know about anybody else, but I was broke when I was in high school. Like, yeah, yeah I was completely poor. Yeah. So I remember going back to school, not knowing. What to like? I always had my school supplies, mm-hmm. but I always knew it's gonna be that group of people that would be like, "You ain't got no money, you broke, yeah. you got boss your life up." It's like, really, we doing this now? All based on the shoes you wear, right? Yeah. And you can't. So you had the shoe polish, right? Mm-hmm. I know you remember the shoe polish. Come on, the one you just like rub on and then like coloring your shoes. That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a lot of that. Yeah. And if you don't do it right, you are gonna have them dingy looking shoes. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if you got, like, a black bottom or something, but you got the white top, 
and that one smidgen of white, yeah, like true polish, get on there, you like a poop pipe. All right. So, I always had that insecurity of going back to school and dealing with, all right, am I my outfit clean enough? Like, I picked out that one outfit, but is it right? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna be that person that spills something on it? Mm-hmm. Like, I was not even focused on the fact that I have to go back to school. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that whole part. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was easy for that going into high school because I came from middle school and the environment was all uniforms, and then ninth grade, it was all like wear whatever. It was everything was free dress. So of course I just went and was like, my God, twenty dollars? What do you need twenty dollars for? Let me get some white tees. <laughs> white tees. <laughs> five for twenty. Like, was it five for twenty for? It was like, four for twenty four for, for the 20. tall ones. Right, right, right. And five for twenty for the regular ones, but you was a lame if you got the five for twenty. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, got the four. But for you 20. couldn't wear them after like that first month, cause after that, they'd be like, "Well, yeah. that's because I used to hoop in mine." So yeah, that's it's why. like you you lose like the the neck a little bit, you get a little bit like you know the collar start looking dingy <laughs> and stuff. Like why your collar hanging on for life, right. bro? Like <laughs> terrible. All right. So I mean that was that was ninth grade, and then like after that tenth grade, eleventh. 12th grade was all uniform so I went through the, the middle school stress again mm. it was like everybody would get like new dickies like my friends would get new dickies every year cause you had to wear uniforms <laughs> I ain't had to wear uniforms to 11th grade okay and so you could always get away with that one fresh pair of black sneakers mm-hmm. so I always had the black Jordans or something yep. cause I saved up all my money over the summer mm-hmm. but then I was like alright well only got one white polo <laughs> And one black one because I got them for Full Locker and God made sure this is right. Mm-hmm. So if I don't look good, I can't get good grades. It was really weird, yeah. but that's how I focused. And I always got good grades because I at least know how to iron my shirt. Okay. So. You do better than me. I still don't know how to iron. That's pretty trash. Yeah. I, need you to I mean, I know trash. how to iron, but I prefer to just throw it in a dryer, let that do its course, and I take it out right after that. How you gonna get a crease in your sleeve? <laughs> I don't know what I need a crease for. Man. You don't need a crease? Nah, I don't need a crease. You was in high school for real. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. That's how I was. That's how I lived. That's real. Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna judge you <laughs> until we leave. I'm gonna flame your ass. Anyway. Yeah. So I guess moving on. So, how did you learn to kind of deal with like that first day anxiety? Like, what were some of the things you did to get rid of that? Or do you still have it? I don't have it as much as I used to. Now my the jitters that I may have is based on what does the other person expect from me. Mm-hmm. Like we did like our first episode of the podcast. Oh I yeah. Was like like what does Rich expect me to say? <laughs> like we don't have no script. <laughs> like like how are we gonna interact? It was it was more based on that. Like how how am I gonna like live up to other people's like expectations a little bit? But it's funny because at the same time in the back of my head I'm like. I don't really care. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of like, it's like, that's like my, my safe net. It's like, it's like, I want to be, you know, rise up to like the standard that people may have or above it. But at the same time, if they have like an issue with me being me, then I don't care. It's that type of thing. It's weird, but it works for me. Mm. And, uh, but I would say like 12th grade was, when I kind of got over the uh, first day jitters, I was just going through school. I, just went, I had to go all the way through all those grade levels to get to 12th grade. And then finally, finally got it right. right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to graduate. <laughs> My God. That was a part of it. It's like, I'm not, I'm not going to be here next year. Um, and it's like, 
ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade are what determines like you know how you get scholarships, what schools you go to, all that stuff. So I was like, I did not so good in like all those grades, all those grade levels. So by the time I got to twelfth grade, it was kind of just like I don't have anything to prove. Like everything has been decided. So I'm just gonna come to school every day and do what I'm asked to do. So by the beginning of twelfth grade, you already knew that you were set up for college. No, I didn't know anything about like, the finances. I didn't know anything about like, you know, if I was gonna live on campus or anything like that. But I just knew like Wayne was the school, and all I had to do was just come to class and just read what they told me to read, and then do what the teachers asked, and I would get through. Because that's how I got through the last three years. So oh, it should work for. <laughs> so for me, I think if I think back to like twelfth grade, I dealt with that. I remember, so I had transferred. I went to Osborne, went to Denby, and then my last year I ended up going to Farmington High School, which was, in my opinion, very trash. Okay. But it was crazy because at that up to that point, I knew I was trying to go to college, mm-hmm. but I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Okay. And so at first, the beginning of the year, I was like, you know what? I want to own a bunch of barber shops in the city. So I'm going to go to school for business administration. Okay. And then that quickly changed by, like, December. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I know I'm good at math and science, so I'm going to try this engineering thing. Why change, though? I always had a natural knack for math and science. Okay. And so at the end of the day, I knew that I wanted to do something to use to my strengths. Like, it made no sense to struggle with anything else, but I knew I was good at math and science. Okay. And so... Then I thought it was going to be civil, and it was like, nah, it's not happening. Uh-huh. And then after that, it was like, well, civil sucks because I hate reinforced concrete, and writing this paper is so boring. So we're going to do mechanical so I can actually get an internship and go out yeah. and go from there. So I guess as far as the overall anxiety piece, I was able to kind of get over like you were in terms of getting started with this whole podcast project, Mm -hmm. if you will, Mm -hmm. is because if you don't like me by now, I mean, that's fine. (laughs) There's going to be at least one person that feels this, and you just have to deal with it because here I come, world. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was the right approach because there's some people that just be like, he think you just whatever, he's arrogant, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, like you have to realize that yourself comes first so if you don't believe yourself first nobody's gonna believe in you especially going off to college because I guess for my sake I hadn't had anybody before me in my family to go off to college Mm -hmm. so it's like well I have no idea what I'm doing but we just gonna figure this out and we just gonna use the same approach that you can get good grades regardless of what you do Mm -hmm. because you're gonna study you're gonna make sure you got it and then you're gonna go play basketball after because what we did we just played <laughs> basketball after homework is done and so at the end of the day um, I mean it worked out there were some classes I failed and I got over that passed those dealt with life and yeah so I guess really from there cause there are you know the hope is that there's gonna be incoming freshmen or returning college students going back to college right now, what advice would you give them if they're struggling with the anxiety of like you know, going into a new year? 
of school? I would say it's better to deal with that as soon as possible rather than let it drag out. Because I was one of those people, sometimes I still am, where, I, where it's like if it's something that like is irritating me or something that I know I'm supposed to be taken care of, but I let it linger, and then mm-hmm. it just gets progressively like worse. It doesn't get any better because you're ignoring it. So I would say, like, I know some of the issues that I would have when I was in college was, like, the refund check didn't come as fast as I thought it would. Look, <laughs> so I wouldn't have my textbook until, like, oh three weeks God. into the semester. And so dealing with that, it's like, how am I supposed to study for, like, the second week quiz if I don't have my book? How am I supposed to be able to look up these homework chapters and solutions if I don't have my book? So um, you have to have, you know, you have to have a... a organization or a network or ecosystem that you're a part of because I'm sure somebody in there will have you know the goods that you need um, you have to you just have to know your advisors I would say because mm-hmm. they're here to help as well so a lot of my friends that I had within like the engineering school they've already taken those classes before so they would have like the book and they could just like sell it to me for less than what I would have to buy for them for, from the bookstore. So there's things like that that, that, that that used to help me when I was an undergrad. But that's one of the things that like I remember vividly is like, yo, this, this check hasn't come yet and I need my textbooks. <laughs> so that was, that was always a battle like every other semester. Mm. I think my best advice would probably be you know, I mean, in addition to the ecosystem thing, you already mentioned that. Um, so, this is for the college students. So, by this time, either in high school, or whatever, you gotta realize you've legit done this before. Like, you at least got to this point somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And you built up that confidence somehow, some way. And you got to the point where you did your best work. Like, random sidebar. I remember. You know, the beginning of my school year was like real strong then the middle of it was like I don't want to do no work yep. and then <clears throat> I got that adrenaline rush because it was like well you gonna possibly go to summer school this year I was like summer school what the hell I ain't <laughs> <laughs> and so I beasted out all the rest of my projects and got A's and everything yep. and I just remember that fire that was under me it was just like you need to be successful mm-hmm. because the rest of your life depends on it right. and so I guess for me the same thing would be that same advice would be at the end of the day like you know what it took to get you here and so from there you know kind of have that same momentum and that same fire so that you can actually get through you know the first week the second week and by the time it's gonna be the first month and just keep that same intensity um it may be difficult because again you're gonna have that one quiz that's gonna kick your butt mm-hmm. you're gonna have that one exam that just put you on the floor you might even have that rough scenario where something happens, like, personally. But you got to remember exactly what you came here to do. The fact that more than likely it's not paid for, especially with our culture. And the only choice that you have is success. Like, anything else is how successful. So that would be my 10 cent to anybody that's getting ready to go off to college and or continuing with school to get that first degree. So it goes to high school, too. Um, but there is a definite, definitely a shock, if you will, once you go from high school to college. I don't want to scare nobody of that, but I mean, it does happen, and I do realize that 
you may doubt yourself. You may not realize that you are capable of something great. So, that being said, you know, you know. And I guess the other thing would be, don't forget to have fun. Yeah. Like, my freshman year, my fun consisted of everybody going to that one frat party mm-hmm. or one crazy college party or the icebreakers or, you know, after, like, the first month or a month and a half, I seen that every party was the same, mm-hmm. so I stopped going. Okay. But at least experience your first college party. Mm-hmm. The first one, I promise, is probably going to be off the chain. <laughs> but after, like, the Halloween party, they all become the same. Okay. They become really lame. So, yeah, that part. Mm-hmm. Madden was my best friend. Yeah. 2K was another best friend of mine. We got along really. just fine. <laughs> and outside of that in gym time, I mean, I just hit the books hard and went at it. So, yeah. I was also a lame, so it's fine. Yeah. Let's see that, where it got it me. It pays to be lame in college, though. That part. Yeah. Literally. If it everybody knows you, you might not. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> it depends. Yeah. It depends. I mean, knowing for the right reasons. Yeah. Not knowing because after your first semester you got you got to drop out because you're pregnant or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Like that can be kind of trash. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, I mean, it does happen. I mean, like I said, that's one of those things that like, why would I come, you know, to college and put everything out there just to do what I could have did back in the neighborhood? Listen, you know, I could do that back in the neighborhood. Well, I mean, you know, it's probably a couple of different reasons. But I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I mean, at the end of the day, some people get that freedom and it's just like, oh my God, like, I'm so free. And, mm-hmm. and you mess your life up. <laughs> it's like, uh, the Halloween party was too real for you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that part. So, I mean, that's the advice I would give. I would say the first thing is just make sure you know what you're made of. Um, remember what got you here. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be tested. But take it with stride don't forget to have fun those will be my keys so yeah um outside of that uh, we did get some awesome feedback from some people so on social media we'll try every Wednesday to you know try to see what the people are thinking in terms of you know whatever's in your mind so we did have some feedback I'm not even gonna say names I'm just gonna get straight to it um so, the question ultimately was, what thoughts, doubts, fears, or anxieties do you or did you hope to conquer as a new academic year approaches? And so, this person said that their goal is to be on the dean's list, to not stress about school, and to make studying a priority. That's a word. That part. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing well with using no... As a complete sentence, <laughs> when asked, can you come out this weekend? Like, nah, those are my only off days, and I already reserved them from studying and get ahead with my work. So first off, shout out to the fact that you legit listen to what we talk about. <laughs> no is a complete sentence. It has a subject and a predicate, mm-hmm. and it has a proper punctuation at the end with a period. That's all I'm saying about that. Right. Um, we have another comment. As a former student... I always set goals that needed to be, and I needed to accomplish before the semester was up, and it went beyond just academic and also social and self goals. Cause those, cause those play a factor in your anxieties during the school year. I made sure each semester I eliminated things that no longer served me, 
purpose for the semester, both physically and mentally. That part. So, yeah, I just want to get a little bit into that. I don't want to go too long because the light's about to go off. But um, far as that goal setting, um, I think that's important. I know that we always had that one big ambitious goal at the beginning of the semester. What exact goal do you think I'm talking about at the beginning of a new semester of school? Something that 4.0. There it is. <laughs> I'm going to get a 4.0 yep. this semester. Yep. This one's mine. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yep. This is my year. Yeah. Getting a 4.0. <laughs> say it just like that. <laughs> right. The whole way through. And what never happened. You don't get that 4.0. No. <laughs> you got a 4.0 until the first test. Look. Because you took no exams, <laughs> no quizzes before that. Just homework assignments. And sometimes you didn't have homework. Oh yeah. Nah, not at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I guess if you were redoing everything right now, what would be one academic goal, and what would be one non-academic goal you would set for yourself if you were going to college or new semester right now? I think the one academic goal would be... Not get a 4.0. No, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would base it more around the time that I'm spending in my books. Okay. Because if I put the right amount of time in, then it should yield me, like, the the exam grades that I want, you know, the study, all of that stuff. It should yield me right. the results that I want. So that would be the first thing I would examine. And I would probably seek out, like, my professor and ask them, like, how much should I be studying? Or how, how, should I, how much should I be reading per week? Um, and then build that to, like, a calendar. So... That would be my academic goal, like building off the time that I need to study and read. My academic goal, it will probably be based around being in an organization where I can like grow relationships, um, or being a part of an organization where I'm actually like sitting on like a board and actually um, making plans and like executing. So that way I can like grow my leadership skills, grow my planning skills, my execution skills, all of the stuff that is away from the textbooks, but it's just as important when you're going into a career. So those would be the two goals. First would be, the academic goal would be setting out the right amount of time to study so I can get the right results. And then the second goal would be to be a part of an organization that like help me build like all of my non-technical skills. Okay. What you think about that? You know? <laughs> so, I'll raise you one. Okay. So, I feel the academic piece as far as, like, getting that study time in. I'm going to take it back to a wish I would have. I'm going to say I wish that I would have just went all the way in when it came to the studying piece. Okay. Because, I mean, I get your self-care definitely is important because you want to make sure you have that proper balance of school and not school. Yep. But you definitely want to make sure Mm -hmm. that you are a complete nerd. While you in this thing. <laughs> My mom told it to me like this. It's time to swim. Mm-hmm. You dove deep into that water. You dive deep. Mm-hmm. You go all the way in. Don't come up for air. Get a little bit of air. Not too much. Go right back in. Yeah. To the point you can't take no more. Yeah. And you come out of that situation. Uh-huh. And it makes you better. Yeah. And I was like, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but now looking back, it always makes more sense now because mm-hmm. instead of, you know, being okay with that B and C's get degrees and all that mindset, yeah. like I probably would have ended up with that 4.0 at least a couple semesters in a row. Yeah. Now I made the dean's list a few times, mm-hmm. so that was great. Yeah. But 
I legit would have done things a little bit differently and you know try to get A's in all my classes. Like legit try. Like because I knew I had the mental capacity to do it. It was just didn't try to do it. Um, so that had been an academic one. Just make sure that you know. I don't understand just the past, mm-hmm. but I understand to the point where I am a complete nerd by the time I get to the classroom again. Um, there's some classes that were harder than others, so I knew that wasn't going to happen, mm-hmm. but that would have been an academic one. Mm-hmm. The non-academic one, which I think I did a good job of mm-hmm. somewhat, was to make sure all throughout college that I established that workout routine, okay. like for real, for real. So, I mean, I had my stints where I went to play basketball a lot. Yep. Went to go work out. Like, oh, man, this semester, I fell off. I got to go work out. Mm-hmm. I should have just had a walk workout plan from the get-go. Just <laughs> <laughs> went all the way through and got it together. Yeah. Um, and that would have definitely saved me a lot of, I guess, like, the anxiety right now that I have with, like, going to the gym because I can't make time to do it mm-hmm. if my life depended on it. Like, literally. Yeah. So, and I think if I would have did a better job at no matter what, planning out the gym time then, mm-hmm. then I could have did that now. Yeah. So, um, so that part. But whatever that self-care technique is, I guess that's the last advice I would give to anybody. Plus, yeah, definitely that self-care. Yeah. Um, whatever it is that actually brings you that peace of mind. So, for you, if it's going to that party, yeah. if it is playing those video games, if it is doing absolutely nothing yeah. <laughs> like that is a technique yeah. <laughs> you have to be very skilled and disciplined to say you know what today from 1pm mm-hmm. to 9pm for mm-hmm. well, the rest of the day I'm walking around in these pajamas I might not take a shower I'm turning on this TV yeah. I'm chilling I'm getting my brain back together mm-hmm. because I know when Sunday come I'm going to turn into a whole different beast when it comes to the school day yeah. like it's perfectly okay to do um, I'm not going to tell anybody not to go get a 4.0. <laughs> I would definitely say be realistic to what your study style is and do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason they offer, like, counseling programs at these universities that are free for students. Right. Because some of these students legit lose their mind yep. trying to get the grade. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, and I've told this story a thousand times, you can have a mental breakdown. I'll take an exam. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. I went through that. I did that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope did that. So hopefully <laughs> you ain't got to go through that. Like, it yeah. happens. So I would definitely be cognizant of the fact that your self-care does matter. Your mental wellness does, in fact, matter. Yeah. And we'll definitely want to revisit this because I feel like moving forward, there are going to be college students that need that advice. But, you know, before you're a student, you're a person. And that comes first. Mm -hmm. And you can't use your brain for other things if you don't take care of it. Like, your muscles are great. Like, they're going to find a way to work that out. But people forget about the brain. So, that's what I got. That was... Mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) Try saying I big mouth, bro? No, I ain't saying that. Fair enough. No, it was all useful information. Yeah, so if you're listening, hopefully you got something out of this. Um, definitely want more of your feedback in terms of our weekly questions. So make sure you follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, at Mental Matters Podcast, on Twitter, same thing. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, subscribe and rate us because we need that. Yeah. <laughs> we know how we doing. <laughs> and I guess finally, if you have any comments or concerns and you either want to be featured or you have like something you want to talk about, feel free to hit us up. Yeah. Not only in the DMs, <laughs> but at mentalmatterspodcast at gmail.com. So, anything for the good or the order, brother? Besides jerk chicken wings and Labor Day. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be wings, though. <laughs> it's probably going to be like lettuce and thighs. There we go. I'll yeah. be there. Yeah. Yes. I don't, I don't know. I don't really... It's Saturday. What's going on? Mm-mm. I don't know. It's going to be a family day, though. Family day. Yeah. Well, I heard you playing Uno. Yeah, that's on Sunday, I think. Oh, boy. But we're going to be at Lake Erie Park, though. Oh, yeah, I'm not coming up to yeah, Lake Erie, no. because they got the wave pool and everything. Not happening. It wasn't my idea. It was the, it oh, the owner was my idea. The other part was family members' idea. So <laughs> I ain't family members are messing up my plans. Yeah, tell them to get together. I'm grilling on Saturday though. Probably. You grilling Saturday? Yeah. So Sunday is when I'm not gonna be there. Saturday is when I'll be there. I'm gonna write that down. Okay. I'm not gonna tell you the address though. I'm just yeah. gonna yeah. keep that for myself. My pops gonna be over there watching <laughs> Michigan football. That's his team. Oh, that's happening this weekend. Yeah. Where have I been at? Michigan. <laughs> That's like the only football I care about right now. College football. Yeah, like I don't yeah. care about the other stuff. Yeah. NFL is kind of trash. Yeah. I I was at a I went bowling last Friday. You went bowling. I went to send you the pictures. You went bowling, didn't it tell was, me. This my, episode's over. It was my sister. Thank y'all for listening. <laughs> it's been real. It was, you get ten more seconds because I'm done with you. It was my sister's birthday and she so, had a, she had a short list. So I'm oh. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's your list, all right. But I, I was thinking about you, though. I was like, I gotta go bowl my rich. Yeah, so like, <laughs> make that, it happen. But they had like one of those like uh, no fun league games um, up on the TV. So that's how I end up like, oh, why is that up here? I was trying to look at my score, and I saw like the score of the Detroit game. So I don't care about. I that. felt guilty. Mm-hmm. I don't care about no football, man. Yeah. Sorry, Lions, but yeah. until Colin Kaepernick get it right, yeah. get it back in. Right. I don't want to hear nothing they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we love y'all, and stay up, and more Mental Matters coming soon. Yep. And we're going to be doing some guest features soon, but we'll talk about that later. All right. Hey! What? We out.